Praise God. We are developing leaders because God's intention for the church is to raise leaders. Every child of God is an influence. The Bible says that ye are the light of the world. Light guides. Light impacts. Light exposes. You see, a child of God is meant to be a yardstick in his world. He ought to be a reference in your world. And that's the way God made you. Hallelujah. In 1 Peter 2 verse 9. Turn in there. I want to share with you the secrets of uncommon accomplishments. But let's just follow the Holy Ghost at this moment. 1 Peter 2 verse 9. It says, but ye are... A chosen generation. See, I'm chosen. Uh-uh. See, I'm chosen. Uh-huh. Now, to be chosen means you were selected. And if you were selected, it's because God had interest in you. Say, God is interested in me. You're not sounding like it. Yes, God is interested in you. He says, ye are a chosen generation. That word refers to selected favorites. So you've been chosen to be favored by God. Say, I'm chosen for favor. All right. Then he says, a royal priesthood and holy nation, a peculiar people, watch this, that ye should show forth, hallelujah, that ye should show forth, <laughs> express, reveal, demonstrate the praises, the word is aretos, the virtues, See, the excellences, the perfections of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. See, God chose you to represent him. You're not just born again for nothing. You are chosen to represent God. Say, I'm chosen. To represent God. Yeah, to represent him. He says, I want the world to see my perfections in you. Hallelujah. That's just food for thought. Deuteronomy 29. Verse 29. I want to start sharing with us secrets of uncommon accomplishment secrets of uncommon accomplishment let me read verse 29 the secret things belong unto the Lord our God but those things which are revealed Belong unto us and to our children forever. What does that tell us? That you can never possess a thing until it is revealed to you. The Bible says the secret things belong to the Lord our God. And those things which are revealed belong unto us. In other words, you cannot possess a truth 
until it's revealed to you. So, revelation decides possession. Revelation decides possession. Why? Because those things which are revealed belong unto us. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. We're coming back here. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Verse 6. However, we speak wisdom amongst them that are perfect. Yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the priests of this world that come to naught. In this context, we see two kinds of wisdom. We see the wisdom of this world, human wisdom. Then we see the wisdom of the princes of this world, demonic wisdom. Then he says, but we speak the wisdom of God, the third kind of wisdom, the wisdom of God. In a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory. So you can see that these were secrets. But now they have been revealed. Are you out there? Then he says, which none of the priests of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Notice. It says, if the priests of this world knew this wisdom, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. So what is wisdom? Divine insight. Because the Bible says, they did not know. See? They did not know that wisdom. So how do we have divine wisdom? Wisdom is insights into divine secrets. Wisdom is insight into divine secrets. And until you access wisdom, you will find yourself going against God. For instance, the Apostle Paul, he was Saul of Tarsus, and he persecuted the church. Yet, he was doing it in a bid to serve God. He was doing it in a bid to please God. So there could be things you are doing right now that seem good in your sight, but you are doing it against God because you lack wisdom. The Bible says the secret things belong unto the Lord. I love talking about the bringing of the ark. When they were bringing the ark, the Bible tells us that they built a new cart and God didn't see anything. They put the ark upon it. God didn't see anything. And two sons of Abinadab, Uzzah and Ahio, Uzzah means strength, Ahio means brotherly, and they carried the ark taking it to Jerusalem. When they got to Nahon's threshing floor, the Bible says the ark stumbled. And what happened? The Bible says, who's that put forth his hand? And the Lord smote him there for his folly. And David said, take the ark to the house of Obedidam. Now, they were doing a good thing, but they lacked divine strategy. There are many of God's children that are frustrated in the pursuit of God's plan because they lack divine strategy. See? Because wisdom is insight into divine strategies. Who's that died doing a good thing? Who's that died serving God? Many of God's children have died serving God. They were going for a crusade. And the voice of God told them to stop. 
but he did not know divine wisdom they were not brought up in the things of god did he died on the way a minister died on the way to a crusade organized in the name of the lord and people say where is god is there it's a lack of wisdom did you read that any of god's men in the bible died on the way to their destination they died persecution but not accident see one time the lord was talking to me jesus actually and the lord said never be afraid of accidents and he said because i never had an accident and he said look in my word none of my servants died in an accident not even the apostle paul the bible says in acts 27 he told the, the captain of the ship i perceive that this voice shall be with much much hot and danger and uh, to our lives not only to our lives but of the leading of the ship see something he knew something was going to happen he knew it was going to be dangerous yet god saved him said none of mine said when the storm was there i said peace be still lack of divine strategy lack of divine secrets and that's why when you work closely with me for instance you will observe i say no 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 i'm not going to do that he might even wonder why 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 is pastor not going to do this because there's something i know see wisdom is divine know-how in Ecclesiastes 10 verse 15, the Bible says the labor of the foolish wearieth every one of them because they know not how to go to the city. Now they are laboring, but they lack know-how. Wisdom is divine know-how. Paul said, had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. In what way are you crucifying Christ in your life? Or going against God because you lack divine wisdom. Many people do that without knowing. Standing against God in their own lives. The Bible speaks of those who oppose themselves. Think about it. They oppose themselves. In other words, they are their own enemy. See? Second Timothy. Let's look at that. We'll come back here. Second Timothy chapter 2. I want us to read from verse 24. And the servant of the Lord must not quarrel. Your own King James says strive. But be gentle unto, men, unto all men. Able to teach. That what happens. Able, able to teach. Patient. In meekness. Watch this. Instructing those that oppose themselves. If peradventure, if God peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth. Lack of divine know-how. Lack of divine know-how. It says if God peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging. And by now you should know the word there is epignosis. Which means full knowledge, precise knowledge, specific knowledge. So many of God's children are frustrated because they lack divine insight. Look at the next verse. And that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will so bondage is evidence of ignorance that's what it means in any area you're bound is that area you're ignorant you cannot justify it and say i am bound uh -uh. you are bound because you're ignorant you lack divine know-how it's so simple if we will stay with the word of god our lives will be a thousand times better. 
just staying with the word and let the word of God guide our thinking because for the most part you know, we believers try to justify or explain away I don't try to explain away things I, I want to stay with the word hallelujah first Corinthians 2 let's go back there verse 7 but we speak the wisdom of God and the mystery even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory notice that revelation is progressive there are certain things that are revealed now in the New Testament that were hidden in the Old Testament. See, it says God, this, this is a hidden wisdom of God. See, it is a hidden wisdom, but now it's been revealed. It was ordained for our own glory. Watch this. Which none of the princes of this world knew for I didn't know it, they would not have crucified a lot of glory. But as it is written, I have not sinned nor ear heard neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him he says the things that God has prepared for us is beyond human comprehension He says they are not obvious to the senses. He says, says, I have not seen. Neither he heard. They are not obvious to the senses. The things which God has prepared for you. Hallelujah. Are you all there? Think about it. To prepare is to make it ready beforehand. See? So God is saying. There are things are prepared for you, but they're not obvious to the senses. Why? Look at the next verse. It said, But God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. They've been revealed. Notice it said, The secret things belong unto the Lord our God. But those things which are revealed belong unto us. Notice, the things that are prepared have been revealed unto us. They are prepared for, for those who love him. We, speaking of us. See? Say, but these things that are prepared, they've been revealed unto us by his spirit. Not by human comprehension, but by the spirit. You become aware the Holy Ghost makes you aware of what is already available. Think about it. The Holy Ghost, he will give you insight into divine secrets. Insight into divine secrets. Think about it. You want to get married, for instance, and the Holy Spirit checks you. Why did he check you? He has seen 10 years from now. He has seen 20 years from now. He has seen 30 years from now. There's something about that person that in your future, you cannot stand. And he says, marry this one. He said, this one looks worse. This one looks finer. Or with this one, I can gain connection to that level. He knows. He's giving you strategy for your future. And he said, no, you marry this one. And all things look good for a while. Look good for a while. Then you begin to find issues. Begin to discover things. See? And your life is not moving the way you move. He saw it coming. So you must learn to trust the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. You must learn to trust Him. He knows more than you. He saw all of us from the foundation of the world he knows more than all of us he knows the best city to stay he knows the best house to stay you want to move into an area the Lord is checking you don't move into this house he said the house is fine and you move in there not only are robbers threatening the area, 
the landlord is a very troublesome man. And the transformer always blows every three days. They fix it, it blows. They fix it, it blows. And you walk with light. So the, ah, the wishes, the wishes, the disobedience. I'm showing you secrets of uncommon accomplishment. He said the secret things belong unto the Lord our God. But the things which are revealed, what is revealed? Some secrets are revealed unto us. Say they belong to us and to our children. In other words, we can only perpetuate what has been revealed to us. See, you cannot perpetuate what has not been revealed to you. And that's why at certain times people cannot reproduce certain levels of success. Because it was not by revelation. It was by luck. It was by chance. I read this. I read a quote this morning and this philosopher said something said shallow men believe in luck but strong men believe in cause and effect says shallow men believe in luck shallow no empty bag can stand upright that means your content is what it stands, your stands in life, your stance in life, your content. No empty bag can stand upright. There's gonna be something inside. Are you learning something? Look at this. He said, but God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searches all things. Yea, the deep things of God. His secrets. He says, the Holy Ghost researches the secrets of God. He searches them. So now we know how we can access the secrets of God. It's by the Holy Spirit. Look at this. For what man knoweth the things of a man except the spirit of a man which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Did you see that? I said there are three kinds of wisdom. The wisdom, the natural human wisdom. The wisdom of this world. The, pri the pri wisdom of the prince of this world. Demonic wisdom. Then there's the wisdom of God. Which comes through the Holy Spirit. That's why it's called the spirit of wisdom. And that anointing of wisdom is what decides whether you fulfill your destiny or not. That anointing. Wisdom is an anointing. It's an operation of the Spirit of God. That's why Paul prayed for the efficient church. In Ephesians 1 verse 17. He said that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you. May give unto you the spirit of wisdom. And revelation in the knowledge of him. Notice, spirit of wisdom and because they work together please give us in the amplifier so they can say this hallelujah it says for i always pray to the god of our lord jesus christ the father of glory that he may grant you a spirit of wisdom and revelation watches of insight into mysteries and secrets in the deep and intimate knowledge of him. Secrets. This is a prayer you should pray throughout this month or throughout your life. It's one of my favorite prayers. One of my favorite prayers. Look at verse 18 quickly. 18. By having the eyes of your heart flooded with light. So, you can, so that you can know and understand the hope to which he has called you. You will know your destiny. Some only say, I don't, know, I don't know what God has called me to do. I don't just understand. I don't know what God's plan for my life is. He says, it will happen by wisdom. Watch this. And how rich is glorious inheritance in the saints. He said about once. In other words, he... 
that, that anointing, that operation of the spirit as it works in your life consistently, you will know what belongs to you as a believer. See, it shows you God's purpose, the hope of your calling, the reason why you were called, what you expect because you called of God into the salvation. Then he says, it shows you your inheritance. It shows you the resources he has made available to carry out that calling, that purpose. Then furthermore, verse 19, it shows you, it gives you the ability to carry it out. It all starts with wisdom, divine know-how. So if you, if, you, if you don't learn to function in this operation of the Spirit of God, you can't achieve much. No nation has risen beyond the mental capacity of its people. No nation. The development in any nation is a reflection of the lights its people possess. The lights they possess. The lights. See? And that's why you need to get a hold of this. And pray that prayer. And pray that prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you grant unto me. That's the amplifier. Excuse King James. Give unto me the spirit of wisdom and revelation knowledge of you. And you begin to pray and speak in other tongues. The things of God will open up to you. Colossians 1 verse 9, please. Colossians chapter 1 verse 9. It says, For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will. The exact knowledge of his will. The precise knowledge. You know exactly what God wants to, wants to do with your life. Then he says, in all wisdom. And spiritual understanding. See, there are lots of people. Children of God. They know they are called. They don't know how to go about it. They lack divine know-how. And God has called me, but I don't really, I don't, I don't really know. I, see, God, I know, I know there's a call, but uh, this is a prayer you should pray. So that you might be filled with knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Insight into spiritual things. I never saw anywhere where churches were taking communion on Sundays. The Spirit of God spoke to me and I said I need to see it in history. And he showed me in history, the history of the church. Communion was part of their daily practice. And showed me in his word. I said you got to show me your word and show me in history. And he two, two witnesses, at least the witness of church history. And he showed me. divine know-how why were we not taking communion constantly in all the churches we went to nobody knew so communion was taken once a year or once in a while and it ought to be regularly why did they not know nobody sought it out It's up to you. It's up to you. You make up your mind and go after these things to determine the quality of your life. Look at this, verse 11. That ye may walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. He says your life will not be a reproach. You walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. In other words, you are pleasing God in every way. Why? You're functioning with divine know-how. You are bringing the ark not with a new cart and someone would die. No, you are. Oh boy. If you read First Chronicles 15 verse 13. Now, David said, 
the Lord broke upon us or made a breach upon us said because we sought him not after the due order why because they went to read the law and they discovered that natural men who are not priests should not carry the ark after someone had died they were bringing the ark God's will is for the ark to be in Jerusalem they were bringing the ark God's will they had a knowledge of God's will but they lacked wisdom and spiritual understanding somebody died where was God? he was watching them because God never violates the human will yes and that's why you will give account of yourself because if you were a robot you're going to give account of yourself he respects the human will you can marry anybody you want anybody you can just wake up and say I want to marry a non-believer God will not stop you you have a choice you can say I want to go to hell he will not stop you you will roast one of the reasons why I don't want to go to hell you know one of the reasons when I was a little a young lad I sat down and I thought about eternity do you know what eternity is forever and ever and ever I sat down as a small child young boy I thought of roasting forever and ever and ever and I said that is not a good idea And I advised myself very early in life that God I will follow. Some of you have never thought that. You need some divine know-how in that area. <laughs> I hear young people say, ah, ah, I will groove, I will repent later. It lacks divine know-how. Your friend has not died at 17. Or 16 or 15. I said that in passing, somebody, God could be talking to somebody here. Look at this. Verse 10. Now ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto or pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, effective in every area. If you're always making mistakes, this is a prayer you should pray. That God will fill you with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. If you're always apologizing to your boss, always apologizing, always saying, I'm sorry for this, I'm sorry for that. This is, this is you walk worthy of your own to a pleasing. Being fruitful, everything you do will succeed. See, everything, everything you do will just be why? Because you you have you know exactly what to do, the knowledge of his will. You have wisdom. In Proverbs 15, verse 2, the Bible says, The tongue of the wise useth knowledge aright. In other words, wisdom is the right use of knowledge. He said, The tongue of the wise useth knowledge aright. Have you seen it? So, wisdom is the right use of knowledge. So, you may have knowledge and not know how to use it. You may go to school and not know how to make use of that knowledge you got out of school. I studied biochemistry, but you've never brought a discovery to the world. I studied microbiology, you've never brought a discovery to the world. All you have is knowledge, you lack wisdom. Because wisdom will give you an edge. What have you added to the world? You went to school. They taught you what everybody else knows. So what other improvement have you brought to the world? Nothing. All you have is knowledge. You don't have wisdom yet. You don't have it yet. Many people are not functioning in wisdom. They are functioning in knowledge. I have a BS in accounting. In, in what way have you brought something new into accounting that people are seeking after? Uh, no way. You have knowledge. 
I have a BSc or MSc or PhD or police station, PS, whatever you have. PST. What have you brought to the world that nobody else before you brought to that profession? So you can see that majority of people are only functioning in knowledge. Because wisdom goes beyond the how. Wisdom goes into the why. It explores the why and brings out something new. The Bible speaks of Jesus. That he had done all things well. Why? He had this thing. He was functioning in the knowledge of his will. In all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Jesus didn't just raise leaders. He raised 12. Why? Because 12 is the number of foundations. He didn't raise 6 leaders. He didn't raise 7 leaders. He didn't raise 8 leaders. He didn't raise 10. He raised 12. Why? The Bible speaks of the foundations of the apostles and prophets. He knew why. See, when you start functioning in wisdom, you start, you start going to the why. Why one plus one is two? Why one times one is one? Have you ever sat down to think about it? One plus one is two. One times one is one. You are looking at me. This pastor thinks foul. Uh, why? All you have is a knowledge of mathematics. You lack the wisdom of mathematics. Two plus two is four. Two times two is four. Four plus four is eight. Four times four is sixteen. Why? You're all looking at me. Go and do your homework. Start functioning in wisdom. Hey, looking at me. Keep looking. You know, we know, we, you know, I'm a, you know, you know, I'm a graduate. I'm a graduate. I'm a graduate. We are not, we are not, we are not young school leavers of SSC. I'm a graduate. All you have is knowledge. The word for education is from the word educo or educer, depending on the language you're looking at it. And it means to draw out. It doesn't mean to put into So they give you knowledge to awaken something inside of you. You went there and just collected knowledge and came out. So you are part of the masses. There's something that Cole used to say. The man who knows how will always have a job. But the man who knows why will always be his boss. The man who knows how will always have a job. The man who knows why will always be his boss. Camera invented from Nigeria. For where? We know how. We don't know why. Look, be looking at me. This prayer that was there, that Colossians 1 9, you will learn to pray it for yourself. You will pray it for yourself. Hallelujah. Are you all there? And increasing, verse 10, in the knowledge of God. Hallelujah. Your revelation will keep on increasing as you pray this prayer. 
strengthened with all might according to his glorious power unto a patient and long suffering with joyfulness. See that? You'll be able to endure some things. Endure. See, if I didn't know certain things I know, I would have left the city a long time ago. But there are certain things God shared with me from his word. That has kept me here. Philippians 1.9 quickly. I have a few scriptures. Philippians 1 verse 9. Is anybody learning anything today? It says, and this I pray that you love me about yet more and more. In what? And in what? Our judgment. That he may approve things that are excellent. It says, I pray that you love me about more and more in knowledge, epignosis, and in all judgment. Now ye may be able to discern that which is pure and blameless in his sight. You're able to discern what is pure, what is blameless in God's sight. In other words, you're thinking from God's perspective. So what is wisdom? Seeing from God's perspective. You can make a decision that looks good in your sight, but it's wrong. So you may approve those things that are excellent. The NIV says that you may discern that which is pure and blameless in his sight. You are able to discern it. Not that when you are bringing the ark, it is God's will, but you are doing it the wrong way. So Uzzah was blamed for the right thing he was doing. Wait, do you have the NIV? All right. He said that you may approve the things that are excellent in the King James. He says that you may be sincere and without offense to the day of Christ. I tell Pastor, that you can live your life without sin. You can live your life without guilt. Without guilt. He says you'll be sincere and without offense to the day of Christ. You wanted to rebuke someone. You rebuked the person in the right way. The person might be offended the way you, but that was the right way to say it. Think of Jesus. Now these are the Pharisees. They're asking him. They say, asking him something. They say, "You brood of vipers." No, you say that's an insult. How can you call him? Call, call religious leaders brood of vipers? How did Jesus cool down now? We should walk in love. His his, his love manifested, and he called brood of vipers. See, that's what someone some can say. I didn't know how to react. If I reacted like this, I don't want to say I'm not a Christian. And if I did not react, I don't. So you don't know what to do. See? That's why you need to feel the knowledge. You need to be filled with the knowledge of His will. In all wisdom and spiritual understanding. To have your love about more and more knowledge and not judgment, you will make the right decision. That's why when, I, when I'm dealing with people or counseling and, and saying some things, and I say, just watch. Five, ten years from now, you'll find out that I was right. Now, the individual would five, ten years of his life and find out that what I was telling him was right. Ten years later, ten wasted years, wisdom could have saved him. Because when you're functioning in wisdom, you're functioning from God's perspective. And he's the ancient of days. He has seen the future. He knows the present. He knows the past. He has concluded and given you the fact. So you be sincere and without offense to the day of Christ. One day I was praying and the Lord spoke to me. He said, I've weighed you in scales. But you were not found wanting. Sincere and without offense to the day of Christ. Sometimes when I talk to people, I say, Go and ask the Lord. 
and tell me what he told you about what I just told you. Why would you be so confident? You're a small boy. Yes, I am. But when you start functioning in these things, you are making decisions from the ancient. Let me give you an instance. We, wanted, we were looking for a venue. And some people said, I, I, I saw the venue in Elebele, in Meringiria. I, I, I saw it in Tombia. I said, the place I'm sensing in my spirit is in Biobolo. And it's close to the road. Ah, we cannot find a place like that close to the road in Biobolo. Mm, 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 mm. Where are we? Biobolo. Are we close to the road? Because he knew there was a venue like this close to the road. Think about how much pain. Think about how much pain this could have saved you. How much pain this could have saved you. How much pain this could have saved you. If you had prayed these prayers, learned to function in wisdom, and guided your life by that. Many believers, it's after the decision has been made. Say, something was telling me. Something, they never know it was God until after the fact. They never know it was God. I close with verse 11. Being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are my Jesus Christ, unto the glory and praise of God. Filled with the fruits of righteousness. Filled with the fruits of righteousness. Filled with it. Filled with it. The fruits of righteousness. Filled with it. Which are by Jesus Christ. Unto the glory and praise of God. In other words, you're living right. Because you're making the best decisions. At every time. That's what wisdom will do for you. That's what wisdom will do for you. What would your life have been like if you learned to pray that prayer that God will fill you, give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation knowledge of him and fill you with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. So you're asking God, oh God, let my business move forward. Your business moves forward but you're depressed. Your business moves, moves forward, but you're oppressed. Your business moves forward, but your marriage has been destroyed. Your wife has gone, or whatever. Your business moves forward. When you pray these prayers, it affects every area of your life. It says you will know the hope of his calling. You will know the riches of the glory of his inheritance and his sense. You will know the resources he has made available for you for your calling. You will know it. Then he says, you also know the ability to carry out that calling. Think about it. When I tell you I don't envy anybody, I know what I'm talking about. No. I know where I'm going. I have been to the mountaintop. God told me, said I place you on top of the mountain to see ahead of my people and to bring them into their inheritance I wrote it down until one day a lady that was in our ministry on campus and when she came to Yanagua she wanted to still go on with us but our former pastor made her the choir leader and I said I didn't say anything actually. 
and she came to see me one day and said she wants to know what to do whether she should stay with us or go back to her former church and I said it's up to you I said but there's something I saw I said what did you see she said I saw you on top of a mountain only God could have showed her that because I had not told people so I saw you on top of a mountain and you were calling me up that mountain but my former pastor was drawing me down she said what should I do I said the, the vision is clear I said because God told me I've put you on top of a mountain to see ahead of my people and to bring them unto their inheritance which means we are supposed to be on the mountain top I said, but my, my former pastor is drawing me down calling me down she never stayed she went back we heard she lost her mind they came here for us to pray while she was in the hospital we prayed my wife actually um, spoke with the sister and she was restored mentally but she could have been spared that insanity if she stayed I wonder in what way you're crucifying Christ in your life without knowing bow your heads in Jesus name a believer you need to ask him to give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him talk to God are you going up the mountain you're coming down Are you following the wisdom of this world the way the world does things or demonic wisdom or the wisdom of God it's up to you 10 years from now will speak for itself this is a moment in destiny 10 years from now will speak for itself the Bible says you will seek me and find me when you seek for me with all your heart. The Bible says you will get wisdom when you cry out for wisdom from your heart. If you will not cry out for it, you ain't getting it. It will just remain in your spirit. Do not envelope your mind. Talk to the Lord in this place this morning. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Speak in other tongues. Speak in other tongues. Kendalaga saglido kalibakdes. Magligo manaktaskuski kalakiva andales. Sobro kodigai. Iklonvi atak dazagdo medal. Subrokto kalibima nastakla gridos. Brakta kalimre non zokto veligima actes. Mandrega sigala branoski zavades. Le mandala gadabata konzeve diga actus Le mangroski zava actus Lengroda actisa malakina mangroski javata kalis Spotokoski batanas gisa fracta konzis to fractidas Le mada gris goska actus Le kroski balakadoski javatas Le monsekta prakta kalimna natus Eketons giza prakta kalimna nonsekta prakta kisa actus Yes, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Matre, matre, sipra, sipra, sakla, sakla. Le mata calibra nata con zivla atiska acte de ganactus. Thank you, blessed Father. Thank you, blessed Father. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Stand up for a moment, please. Is there anybody that is not born again? Stand up, everybody, please. Is there anybody that is not born again in this place? Please put your hand up. I want to lead you in a prayer. Anybody? Okay. And is everybody here saved? Let me show you something before you take communion. Proverbs 9. Proverbs 9. And I want us to read from verse 1. 
it says wisdom has builded a house she has hewn out of seven pillars she has killed her beasts she has mingled her wine she has also furnished her table she has sent for the maidens she cried up cried cried upon the highest places of the city whoso is simple let him turn in either as for him that wanted understanding she said to him come eat of my bread and drink of the wine which i have mingled so wisdom is calling you out to partake of the communion today and this can lead to the activation of divine wisdom inside of you if you will come out with faith to eat the bread and drink the wine that wisdom has mingled christ is the wisdom of god and the bible calls this the body of christ the bible calls this the blood of christ so as you eat the bread today release faith for wisdom are we together father we thank you for this moment we honor you because we know you're doing the work amongst us which from ages to come will be discussed as one of the prime works of god upon the earth I want to ask you to judge yourself this morning. If you know in your heart you've not been living right, I want to ask you to judge yourself this morning before we take communion. The Bible says, let him let every man examine himself. Let every man examine himself. We are about to eat the bread and drink the wine that wisdom has mingled. I'll know when you're ready. I'll know when you're ready. If you know there are areas of your life that are not in line with God, get it right quickly 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 I'll know when you're ready I'll know in my spirit when you're ready because what we're about to do is an impartation of wisdom and the Bible says lay hands suddenly on no man lest he become partaker of another man's sin a release in my spirit that we are ready get it right your life is about to change your life is about to change get it right no fooling around no fooling around I know you're in a hurry God is not in a hurry. Father, we honor you. We thank you for the body and the blood of our Lord. We trust for an impartation of wisdom. As we eat the bread and drink the cup today, may there be a stirring of wisdom in every sincere heart in this place. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. So our pastors receive first and
She's white. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I access the secrets of God by my faith in the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. As the bread touches my mouth, I declare that the Bible becomes an open book. I have access to divine secrets in Jesus' name. Eat the bread, please. It up. Father, we hold up the bread and the cup. He said, What I'm doing here is going to be permanent. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we drink by faith. Trusting you that your people will forsake the foolish way. But they will choose the path of wisdom. So drink of the cup. We thank you for the permanence of the working of wisdom. In Jesus name. Drink of the cup please. Hallelujah. Praise God. Bless the offerings and tithes. We just give them a one breath. So you can move into the next service. And um, I'm supposed to minister to the leaders today. We'll see how it goes. But we have to move to the next service after now. So if you're given a tithe, ask for a tithe envelope from the ushers very quickly. Were you here by 5.30 this morning, choir? Huh? Who was here by 5.30? Let me see. Just two of you. Oh, wow. The rest of you, what were you doing? We're beating. You were coming. Huh? You said? What were you doing? You're making up. So if I told you that you're going to receive one million by 5.30, would you be late? You know you will not be late. Am I right, brothers? 
So, we'll look at the next group next Sunday. I know which group is the most disciplined. And um, it's all right. We have three. There's a competition between all three. And um, you can make your voice heard. Those of you who come first service, you heard they are singing. At the end of the month, you'll make your voice heard. Which group did better? This is group A, led by Sister Alai. Amen. Hallelujah. Second service will be group B. And third service group C. Can we give our offerings and tithes quickly? Eternal Father, we thank you for the privilege of partnership with you. We release our tithes, offerings, and seeds in faith, expecting an abundant harvest. Because God is able to make all grace abound toward us. And we trust you, dear Father, for the grace to move us into our next season. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And all, we recommend ourselves to the grace of God that what we are supposed to achieve in this month will be achieved in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Blessings and honor. Glory and power be unto the ancients of day. From every nation, all of creation, our glory ancients of day.